Hi, this is Joanne Vignair with the podcast, It's Storytime, Meemaw, an answered prayer for stories that point children to God. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. You're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. That's a good thing. Mud is just fine. It's drowning in bog. Bog is good luck. Crud's a good sign. The poor they got hope. The rich can buy soap. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Lord, let my heart be good soil oh yes that's the title of the christian car guy show today but dust three serving the soil so at the beginning of that my intro which i hope enticed you into what we're talking about today is a movie called paint your wagon it starred lee marvin and clint eastwood so you actually heard clint eastwood singing in that song it's a rare joy that you get to hear him sing and their wonderful song you know the best things in life are dirty and then you heard uh, Selma Amida with her Let My Heart Be Good Soil, which is amazing. Well, one of my favorite, all-time favorite jokes, I tell it all the time, it never gets old for me, is there was this pastor, he was waxing eloquent on the 103rd Psalm and talking about how, Lord, we are but dust. And there was a little girl in the front row, Scott. A little girl in the front row pipes up very loudly to her mother and says, Mommy, what's but dust? see there you go i love that movie paint your wagons by the way i did too and they are they're all dealing in the dirt and all that kind of stuff well you know when you really think about it we are butt dust okay we are absolutely and absolutely (laughs) so adam was made from the dust of the ground as you may know and interestingly 
I was studying this verse this week, and the more I thought about it, the more intrigued I got and the more amazed I was that, you know, after all the cursing and all that stuff goes on in, in the book of Genesis chapter 3, in verse 23, it says, Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. In other words, now I want you to go, that word is translated till in Hebrew might be better translated serve. Serve the ground from whence you were taking. So I don't know if you ever thought about how you serve soil. What do you do to make soil good? What do you do to make soil bad? All those things all of a sudden become sort of critical. And I think it could have something to do why Jesus told a parable about the soils. And so when you really think about the parable of the soils, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. It's not really a parable. <laughs> because you are. Right. And in, in so many ways and 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 it very interestingly and to dust you will return unless Jesus comes back soon. And so, you know, one of the things will just jump out there to begin with. Right. That the ground was cursed. Right. Right, Scott. It was cursed. It was. Right. <laughs> and, and so are you when you're born. Right. And so the very first thing you can do to help your soil, whatever that may be, is take the curse off. Now, how do you do that? Well, there's only one way, and it doesn't come from you. Submission. No, God, right? Yeah. He's, he's the Savior. As Jesus' blood will take the curse off the soil. It's the only way you get it off. The only way, yeah. Is there's one cleansing agent for that, and if you're going to serve some soil, the very first thing you got to do is get the curse off of it. And so before you talk about any other way that you may uh, attempt to help your soil out, um, you got to get rid of the curse. And so... You know what you'll find amongst the people that are still living in the curse or their soil is still cursed is that the two things they seem to talk about, they're lonely and they're scared. Right, right. Angry too. Yeah, but fear leads to anger because you're trying to protect yourself. But it's interesting that they are alone. They don't realize that they're alone, mm -hmm. but they've been lonely their whole life because there's, there's a God who's not shining his face on them, right? right? Yeah. And God can't look at them because the curse actually, here's the curse. The curse is God turned his face from the soil. God turned his face from Adam. And so in order to not be lonely, you need God to shine his face, you know, the ironic blessing. And that idea of that shining face is he's going to lift his countenance. Well, how do you lift your countenance? Okay. Smile. <laughs> okay. And, and when you look at a baby, what's the first thing you want to do when you look at a baby? You want to get it to smile back at you, right? Yeah. Well, when God's looking down there from you, and especially in the ironic blessing, and if you have Jesus' blood covering you, and he now can look at you because you're no longer cursed, then the first thing he's trying to do is to get you to smile. I mean, it's, it's the same thing that, you know, that any of you do the first time you see a baby in the grocery line, right? That's you're right. looking at it and you're trying to get it to smile and giggle and all that stuff. Well, God does that for you in so many different ways. But the only way we can really achieve that for anybody else that's scared and lonely is that they have to understand that there is a God and you have to turn your face back towards him. He's, he's looking at you. He's got that big smile, but you got to turn your face back to him. And the only way you can do that is to feel like your sins, you're not naked anymore, okay? And you need Jesus's blood to do that. It's a simple thing that Jesus's blood covers all those shenanigans. 
and it cleanses you so that Jesus can, so that God can look at you and you'll no longer be lonely and afraid. Okay, so that's just basic soil 101, get rid of the curse, okay? But then after that, and these are the things I want to talk about today, and obviously we got um, Scott with us today because it's Jesus Labor Love Week. And so, you know, how we help single moms, widows, and families in crisis, we're going to do that. And we're going to be talking about that. And that certainly is a way that we are serving the soil, right? That's right. We definitely do that. And we're going to talk about other things, but we always want to remind you that this show is, you know, brought to you by a Hebrew letter. <laughs> like Sesame Street. And today's Hebrew letter is the letter Ayin, which begins the word servant, okay? And, and the idea of the Ayin is you got two eyes, right? And an Ayin looks sort of like a Y if you were to look at it because you got two eyes, but they create one vision. In other words, when you're looking at me, Scott, how many do you see? You just see one, but you got two eyes. All right. But the, the amazing thing can be if you no longer have the curse and if you get enough seed planted in your good soil then you can begin to get god's vision right and so that you 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 see something but you're seeing it through god's eyes and he's opening up the eyes of your heart a servant a true servant has the vision of his master in other words he's seeing things the way that the master would see them in order that he would know what he's supposed to do so if you're going to serve the soil i.e right? Mm -hmm. All your yep. friends and your relatives. <laughs> you know, that whole idea of butt dust out there, the way you got to do that is, is you got to get the master's vision for what that may be mm -hmm. in order to begin to, to do that serving. How cool Absolutely. is that? And so, you know, before I get into all that, I just want to open it up and certainly ask for calls because that's, you know, you guys are hearing these things and it's stirring up something in your mind and you want to make a comment or you got a question or best of all, you got a testimony. Like, here's how God showed me that, whatever it may be. And to do that, you call us at 866-348-7884. is the number to call in and share. Mostly, here's my question. How do you serve the soil? How do you serve the soil? Now, just like on a United Airlines, if you get on there and, they, and they're putting you, you know, you're putting on the seatbelt and all the stuff, the stewardess is going to come on there and tell you that in order to, you know, if the mask comes down off the roof, the first thing you got to do is put your own mask on right. so that you have the strength and the stamina to put the mask on your son or your baby, all those things. So you got to take care of your own soil is critical, actually. Absolutely. You got to take care of your own soil in order to take care of anybody else's soil. And so when we come back, we already have a call. That's going to be yeah, fun. We're call love in. That. We'd love to hear we from got, you. We got lots to talk about today. We're going to give you, I got these five principles from a farmer on how to serve your soil. And I, it's amazing to me. Amazing to me. Number one, I never thought of some of these. And number two, how applicable they are to the Christian life. Oh, my goodness. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. But 
Dust 3 today on The Christian Car Guy, serving the soil. And how fun we get to talk with our friend Scott with the Jesus Labor Love. We've got people with the Jesus Labor Love that are going to be calling in today. And we have Christina, who is calling in, who uh, has a testimony for us. Christina, you're on The Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, Christina. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I'm so blessed. So what have you got for us, Christina? Well, um, I'm just trying not to be an emotional person. So forgive me if I do. It's okay. It's uh, God's um, emotional too, so I think it's perfectly okay. Yeah, we're all vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... One of the things that I recently shared with Scott through the Jesus Labor Love Program was that um, I've just, just been dissolving a marriage. Um, I left my husband, and when we separated, um, I my pastor arranged for myself and my four children to go into a domestic violence shelter. Mm. So we were there for three months, which typically is maybe a month, uh, but we were there for three, three and a half months. And it just was uh, me leaving everything. And oftentimes women will go back uh, to a domestic abusive situation. Mm, that's right. Because of finances. Yep. Um, and so I didn't want my daughters to grow up learning that if we're saying we're believers and I'm constantly saying I serve a mighty God and just see me do things that are not indicative of faith. So that was the the real test is, you know, it, this is something that's not always, a, it's not really a physical, tangible thing. But, you know, so when we talk about being a believer, I'm watching these four eyes be on me, and I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm. And my mother told me about the program, Jesus Labor of Love. I'm a prideful person. I didn't really want to sign up and get involved. And, you know, I said, Mom, I should be helping you in life at this point. She's getting older, and I really want to, you know, feel like my hand is out. Um, but she said, no, this is a labor of love. And so That's I listened right. to her tell me about it, listened to the show a couple of times, and went on the, went ahead and went on the website. And um, what was amazing is when I got to speak with Scott on the phone, um, just you know, my emotions spilling out all over the place because, you know, I, I did need a solution to be able to continue to be able to have transportation to provide for my children. The work from home era from COVID was ending. And um, I need to go uh, back into the work field. And so that had been a challenge for me. Um, the first vehicle I got in my name outside of my husband, just all on my own, um, the engine kind of blew up on me. Wow. <laughs> so. I was like, God, like, you know, so what am I going to do? So um, it was just a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. But in speaking with Scott, one of the things that was good about um, the Christian car guy scenario, um, it just, it went beyond the transportation, you know, it's the connection of, like you talked about, feeding the soil, um, him being able to actively pray with me, and a lot of times people don't always share their personal elements of what they're going through. So it kind of made me feel a little bit better, not in knowing that someone else is going through an issue um, or health or anything like that um, with their parents or whatever, but just the 
commonality of you're not alone. Mm. So um, that was special for me to be able to do that and have that prayer, which I believe was even almost immediately effective in my spirit and in my life. So, um, you know, me coming from having left a situation um, where I did consider just staying or going back um, and, and actually leaving and being able to feel like, you know what, there, there is life and hope um, and faith that you can have out here. And, you know, everybody is not from a position that's out to get you. So just being boots on the ground, love, that's the true labor of love um, and imparting in the soil. So I did want to come on and give my testimony because um, that is something that it seemed like such a small thing to some people. Um, but just being able to um, have that one piece of stress, you know, that one piece of assistance and just knowing the support of someone is there. Some people don't necessarily have a big network um, or village around them. So that was really major. It still is really major for me. And, you know, Scott really has a lot going on, but he still took the time out uh, to pray with me um, in my situation. So that is so it's so beautiful, Christina. And you, you know, just kind of bring Philippians 4 to life. <laughs> for all of us because i know and scott both knows that you still need a car right right but you can hear her <laughs> submitting her you know with thanksgiving in other words you can hear how grateful her heart is for what god's already doing in her life but what we really need is is as we're praying for christina is is that we need it we need another car um because we we you know it's not good use of our resources to uh pour money into this car that with the bad engine, we need, you know, we're hoping that somebody else will donate a car for Christina. And, and um, you can see what an amazing opportunity that may be. You've right. got this car, you know, the, the fact that the air conditioner doesn't work or something like that is no big deal to compared to somebody that doesn't have transportation Absolutely. or way to get out in the yeah. workforce and, and feed their family. And right. so, you know, it's certainly our prayer always with the Jesus labor yeah. love, you know, that that God is the one who provides this. this, yep. and, and so if you know somebody or it's on your heart, what the, the, here's this car that's sitting there not doing anything. Right. You know, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. That's the website that Christina has been talking about. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, there's a, a little button that says, you know, donate your car right. or just email me or my phone number's on there. However you want to, in fact, there was a gentleman that was, thinking about donating a car this week and we haven't we haven't solidified that yet but we, we you know if that's yeah. something on somebody's heart oh my goodness yeah and christina what a beautiful thing because you're right i you know i was thinking about it this morning as i was praying for what i was grateful for and the thing i'm really so grateful for is just his presence like when i pray he's there i can talk to him and so beautiful. Thank you so thank, much, for Christina. Thank you, Christina. Um, thank you for your kind words. And your God bless. We will be right back. Thank you, Christina. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Blessings in life Plain 
But Dust 3 today on the Christian Car Guys show, serving the soil. And of course, this is our Jesus Labor Love Week with Scott, our lead volunteer with the Jesus Labor Love. Of course, we've got people all over the country that are volunteering to help us as we repair cars, single moms and widows and families in crisis. That's what the Jesus Labor Love is on the Christian Car Guys show. And of course, that's always available at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, I did mention at the beginning of the show that that there were five principles for taking care of soils that I got from this farmer. And this, by the way, with no way whatsoever was a Christian article, but I couldn't help but just be fascinated by how it applies so much to uh, serving the soil. And so serving the soil is a pretty good idea to, to learn from, you know, how you do that naturally might have something to do with how we serve our own hearts or how we serve the hearts of others, because essentially it's true. We're all soil. We all are but dust. And so I've got another call we're going to get to in a second. We've got Wendy and Carrie. But before I do that, I want to share the first of five of these principles. And the first one blew me away because the word he used was the first thing you got to do, first principle of serving your soil is to armor up your soil. Now, how in the world do you armor up soil if you're a farmer? I, I wonder if you know what they do. Well, well, here's what they do. They always make sure that a good crop is in the soil because if there's no crop there, if there's no seeds coming up, then the soil's unprotected. It's laying there barren and thus the wind and the rain and all will erode yep. all the nourishment and all that stuff. Yep. So there's got to be good seed all the time coming yep. into this soil and it's got to be taking root even in the winter in order to protect the soil. Isn't that fascinating? Now, how do you get good seed? Well, I'm glad you ask. <laughs> One of the ways you can do that is listen to the Truth Radio Network or some network you're listening to right now, right? Where you're hearing the word of God because essentially the best seed anybody can give you is in fact the word of God. And so if you spend time in the word, then your heart is getting good soil, which takes root, which keeps that other soil from uh, the good stuff from eroding away the wind, the rain, all those things. Isn't that a fascinating thing? that in order to armor up your soil, I just thought it was fascinating. I'm like, man, that's unbelievably cool. So we have Wendy is in Cary, North Carolina. So we need some calls from somewhere else, 866-348-7884, somewhere other than North Carolina. That'd be good. But we got Wendy, and I'm so glad that Wendy's in North Carolina and calling in today. Wendy, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, guys. How's your van? How's what? I'm sorry. Your van still trucking along? Oh, I'm still trucking along. Yep. It it needs a lot of stuff, and you guys have been so faithful in word and in deed. I'm loving hearing what you're saying this morning about soil, and um, you guys have just been faithful to share the gospel, but also to act out and live out the gospel in my life by helping me with car repairs. And I just I really appreciate it. We're we're still trucking along. <laughs> Good, good. So the the comment says here you want to say thank you. So I'm I'm very curious. What what are you thankful to God about? Oh gosh. Um his timing is just always perfect when you think there won't be provision and provision shows up in lots of ways. Um I'm a single mom. I didn't wanna be divorced. I 
ended up with a divorce that wasn't my decision. And um, God has just shown me through it, just shown me strength and shown me um, that where I end, He begins, takes over, is faithful. Um, and part of that has been through you guys, through hearing the word, but also through just very specific, tangible car repairs. Um, and I appreciate that. I heard you saying earlier, if anybody it's on their heart to donate a car, um, to do that. And I, I love hearing that because I, I really do think God pairs up those people who have need with those people who have the capability to fulfill that need and just lets us be his hands and feet at different times in our lives. And I'm so thankful um, for the hearts that he's stirring now because he's really truly shown me provision. You know, it is so cool. And I was thinking about it this morning that, you know, good soil needs fertilizer. It just does. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, fertilizer essentially is dead organic material. Okay. Right. And, and, and so when we die to ourselves, right, which in my opinion, mm -hmm. Wendy, it took great humility on your part yep. to ask for help. That's right. And, and you know, I remember when I was in a wheelchair for a period of time after I got my leg crushed and I needed a lot of help that I, you know, if you go around in a wheelchair for a few weeks sometime, <laughs> hopefully not the rest of your life, but I was in it long enough. I think I was in it for six months Wow! Um, to find out how needy you become immediately. Oh, yeah. and, and all of a sudden it was God's way of showing me that, you know, it's okay to ask for help, Robbie. And so... What happened was, Wendy, that my Sunday school class, they, I, my wheelchair, you know, I had all these stairs to go down every morning and I, there was no wheelchair ramp outside my house. And I literally wow. was having to slide down these stairs on my <laughs> rear end. And so my, my Sunday school class came out without any asking and started to build this gigantic wheelchair ramp on my house because my stairs to the to where they, where they're going to do porch, it yeah. were like 14, 15 feet. So this wheelchair ramp wow. was like maybe 50 yards. It is a long wheelchair. Man, you must have a steep porch. We did. And they came out this whole, like there were 20 of them out there and they had boards and wood and all this stuff. And I didn't ask for it. I didn't pay for it. And there was no involved in, you know, just out there. And I, I went up to my Sunday school teacher and I said, man, I feel so bad because, you know, I, I've never done anything like this for anybody. I've never helped people this, you know, I, you know, why wow. are you guys? And he said, Robbie, he just, he just kind of shut me up and he goes, Robbie, he said, you don't know how much more we would like to do this, but people rob us because they don't ask for oh, help. Oh my goodness. That's so true. Isn't it? And so Wendy, you didn't rob us. No, not at all. Isn't that cool? Yep. That is so cool. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for saying that. I have seen, and you know what I think is one of the best parts about it? You guys felt the stirring in your heart and the ministry was already there before I even knew that I needed it. Mm. And so to find out at the, at the moment of need, you know, when I'm broken down on the side of the road kind of thing that, that it's available and that you guys, God had already prepared you in advance for the need that I was going to have. Mm. That's so again. true. Yeah. It was, Absolutely, yeah. see, you know, when I really look back in my own life, Wendy, it was those people that were reaching out to me and my need. Mm -hmm. 
that made me want to give it back at some point in time. And I, I'm unbelievably blessed that God gave me this opportunity to yeah. have the Jesus labor love or to take part in it or to be whatever it is we do with this ministry. So thank you, you know, so much for, you know, reaching out. And again, um, asking for help. And that's, that's part of being good soil in my opinion. So thank you, Wendy. God bless. Thank you so much, Wendy. Absolutely. Appreciate your yeah, call. Yeah, God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. So what does that stir up in you? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. Easy enough. My kids tell me I say it too quickly, so I want to go slow. But, you know, one of the ways that you obviously take good care of your soil is when you die to yourself, right? You become worm dirt. <laughs> it's a fascinating thing that I think that that um, obviously organic material is required. Now, the number two on the list of five things that the farmer said, which I found fascinating, was he said, don't over till it. Mm. It minimizes the distributions to the soil. Because if you go in there plowing it all the time, then you break up these necessary roots and things that are down there holding the soil together. Oh. And then if you can be very selective in your times and your the way that you go about doing breaking up the soil, but you know, you don't go in there with a pick every five minutes and be picking away at your brain. <laughs> <laughs> that God has a natural way, and, and he actually talked about it. I thought it was brilliant. How Lewis and Clark, when they came to the Great Plains, right, that, that here was this beautiful, unbelievable sanctuary that all these amazing livestock were feeding on. And, and so one of the principles and the way that you don't minimize distribution of, of the disturbances, and another one of the principles is to introduce livestock to the environment because livestock do all sorts of interesting things to the plants. In other words, you need somebody to munch on some of that fruit that you've created through That's your right. root growing and all those things. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing that God provided that, right? That as you grow fruit, you need somebody to eat some of that and all that gets more organic material unless we got more to grow on so ah we got more of that coming back but most of all we need your call 866-348-7884 you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com But Dust 3. Again, if you missed my joke at the beginning of the show, I will share it again because it never gets old, okay? So the pastor was waxing eloquent on Psalm 103. We are but dust. When the little girl pipes up in the front row to her mom, Mommy, what is butt dust? <laughs> and the answer to that is, it's me, right? I am butt dust, and I'm going to return to butt dust. And so how do we take care of our butt dust is the, one of the big questions that we got here today on the Christian Car Guy Show. How do we serve 
our soil, because that's essentially what God asked Adam to do when he put him into the garden originally to, it says, if you read it in the King James Version, it says to dress it. Well, that word to dress is the same word that later is translated till, but it actually is most often translated in the Bible, serve or servant. It's ebid. It starts with an I, and the idea is to get the vision of the master and in order to do that, right? And it's interesting. That is also the last letter in the name Yeshua, which is Jesus, okay? Because he's trying to share that vision that you, that you would be able to open the eyes of your heart to see. And so we had gotten to the first two of our, our uh, but we got three more to go, so we clearly have time. And we got time for your call, 866-348-7884. If all this soil talk has stirred up a seed in your heart, by all means, we need that fruit. So interestingly, Plant diversification. In other words, you keep planting the same crop in your soil and you, at some point in time, deplete all the nutrients, right, that it takes to grow that crop, and that ain't good. Mm-mm. And so you've got plant diversification. Now, obviously, we talked about that we want to grow good seed, and we know that seed comes from God's Word. Well, interestingly to me, I love the 119th Psalm where it says, you know, order my steps in your word that not any iniquity would be found in me. Okay, so God is the great plant rotator, okay? He, he rotates your crop better than anybody I know personally. And so it's been a great joy to me to allow him to rotate my crops. And here's how he does that quite often. Obviously, I go to him every morning and I ask him, what part of the word do you want me to study? But then also, throughout the day, because right, his word is always our meditation of our heart, I will hear a pastor on the radio. I will talk to a good friend that is in the Lord that has study in this, or mm-hmm. I'll hear a sermon from my pastor, or you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, God, all of a sudden, he now starts to diversify my crop. And often, this, these other things that I hear will send me off in a study, and, and it's, a, it's a critical thing to me to, like, man, what is it that you do not understand and what these people are telling you and begin to ask the Holy Spirit to tell you? Now, here's a very interesting thing about plant diversification, okay? It says it couldn't be more clear if you're going to have good soil, you got to have some worms, okay? you just got to have them. Right, yeah. So Real important. one of the questions that begs is who's the worm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, Job is pretty clear on that, and so is the psalmist. The worm, are you ready for this? Yeah. Is the son of man. In other words, it's like Jesus. Hmm. Okay, now you might think, well, how does that exactly work? Well, you got these thoughts. They keep coming back at you, right? <laughs> and they're, they're creating these kind of holes like... In, in in your whatever, so that you 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 have this desire to fill them. But it's a very interesting thing that the Son of Man is referred to both both by Job and by King David right. as a worm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's talked about as despised. But it's fascinating when you really look at the word worm, the type of worm, and this is really um, unbelievably beautiful, and it has to do with the Christmas story. There's a worm called the crimson worm, and this worm, what it does is it dies on the tree and it turns the tree red because when it dies, its children eat its insides and it dies the tree red. Interesting. And so the original red dye that we used for the red crimson cord that would be throughout the scriptures has to do with this worm. Hmm. 
Okay. And again, so connected to death as worms are, if you think about it, what they do is they eat organic material, right? And they digest it in such a way that the plants now get those nutrients a lot more readily. And they create this breathable soil that has, you know, all the stuff going on in the soil so that Mm -hmm. the the soil can drain. And and so that the, 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 the roots can go down and get nourishment and all those things are provided by worms. So I'll let your mind just play with that for a while. But, you know, what can I say? This is stuff that's in the scripture. Couldn't be more clear. Circle of life. All right. There you go. So number four from this farmer on what you need to do to serve your soil. It says continual root. I'm not kidding you. That's number four on his list. Well, you know, that means you better get good and thirsty. Okay. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Because in order to get your roots to go down, right, you got to be thirsty. Mm-hmm. And how do you get thirsty is you, is, is you ramp up your desire to get to know Jesus better. How do you do that? Well, you know, you, you, you sit there and you ponder his word and you go, what is it that I don't understand? What is it that I need? In other words, it's fascinating to me that even our faith building things that happen to us in our lives. You know, the two ladies that called in today, one talked about a, a, a domestic violence situation. Another talked about her divorce that she didn't bring on. You know, those things make us thirsty. Right. Sure. Do. Right. They, they, they just do. And so it's interestingly that God provides plenty of opportunities for us to say what's going on here, you know, and, and desire, you know, something better for our loved ones. Right. Like I can tell you one of the most virgin prayers I've ever prayed for my children was not when they were doing well. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, you know, when, when does your heart really get into it? I, you know, I, Mercy. I I'm just being honest, you know, it, it really does when somebody, when the shenanigans are afoot, right. Absolutely. And so continual root will root roots happen as a result of thirst. Okay. And it's a big part of that. And then, uh, we already talked about this, but, but uh, Scott, I want you to talk about, from your standpoint, you know, that idea of livestock integration and the fact that the Good Shepherd is required in order for the livestock not to overgraze. Well, um, sheep will follow habits. And uh, I've got a little experience with sheep. My very first job at Bowman Gray School of Medicine when I first started at Baptist, our model in OBGYN was sheep. And I, I I knew a few things about sheep from the Bible and what I'd read, but I also found out some other things. Um, on their own, they can't make decisions. They need, they need the shepherd. Um, also, I found out that if a fully grown sheep falls over and gets on its back and starts kicking— I think it's called casting, but they're unable to get back up on their feet on their own. Now, a younger one can just roll over, but the longer they kick, the tired they get, and they actually will succumb and die. Now, if the shepherd or somebody's nearby, they can just tap them with that staff or pick them up or help them, um, but they're totally, totally dependent on the shepherd, and and so are we. Um, All right, so what you're saying, if I'm on... <laughs> Is that from a standpoint of overgrazing, sheep left on their own would just go back to the they same sure pasture will. every single every time, every day. Yep. Because right, and so 
you know, the beginning of it and the end of it is, wow, we need Jesus. We need Jesus to take the curse off the soil to begin with. Yep. And we need Jesus to lead us into greener pastures. <laughs> we sure do. We sure do. Well, we're left to our I'm own devices. So, yeah, we are. I'm so grateful for all of you who listened today. Again, the information about the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. It's all one word ChristianCarGuy.com. Dot com. If you put God, Lord put it on your heart to give to the ministry or to, to donate a car that, that you're not using, yeah, please do. Wow, go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Now remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went on good soil, by the way, and planted a lot of good seed. And because you know how he got it all done in 33 years. This is the Truth Network.